Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to WGWG.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Welcome to Insert Subject Here, or ISH, as I like to call it. ISH is a segment in this radio that covers popular news subjects and takes a closer look at the data in regards to said subjects. Today's topic is Netflix. Before we take a look into this streaming website, let's listen to some music. Roma, Bird Box, Stranger Things. All of these programs and movies have been featured on Netflix and have become wildly popular. Roma in particular received 10 Oscar nominations just last week. Netflix is a global internet streamer, and it was founded in 1997 by Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph. However, they weren't always an online streaming giant. Netflix started out as a physical movie rental distributor. They introduced their idea of the monthly subscription in the late 90s as a way to circumvent overdue movie and media fees that can definitely rack up. Like, just a hypothetical. When you lose the borrowed copy of Stargate Atlantis Season 1 under the couch cushion, which you swore you checked about 30 times, but never found. (laughs) Although this sounds a lot like their popular model that they use to this day, in the beginning, it was hard for the scrappy Netflix to take flight. Users ordered their movies online and received their coveted red envelopes in the mail. They then charged for shipping or late fees, and the company relied on a U.S. postal service to keep their customers happy. As a result, they were having a hard time dealing with the costs of running their business. In fact, times were so tough that in 2000, Reed Hastings made an offer to Blockbuster. According to the New Yorker's interview, Hastings offered to sell a 49% stake of the company and to change their name to Blockbuster.com. Blockbuster denied this offer. Hard to believe, huh? But then Netflix was hit by a stroke of luck. DVD players started selling very well between 2002 and 2003. Netflix suddenly became very appealing to the owners of shiny new DVD players who didn't want to leave their homes to get their movie fix. To add insult to injury, people were not growing fond of Blockbuster's late fees. Their company, of course, loved them because they added to their revenue, but their consumers were growing very tired. So Blockbuster tried to end late fees in 2005, only to get into a lot of legal trouble due to their misleading fees that were tacked on. This only continued to make Netflix a more appealing alternative, and by 2007, Netflix started their streaming services and really picked up some steam. Netflix went from a company that struggled to stay afloat to the company that made a net income of $1.2 billion in 2018. With that in mind, let's take a break and listen to some music here on WGWG.org. With nearly 150 million worldwide users, it's no surprise that so many people these days are talking about Netflix. Although the first original show that Netflix was involved in was Lilyhammer, House of Cards, which was released in 2013, is a show that really gained some traction. With the introduction of original content came a whole new playing field for Netflix. 
Before this, consumers looked to Netflix for their distribution of content and ad-free streaming. But now there is an idea of exclusivity that came along with that streaming website. Because of its early success had by House of Cards, which was shortly followed by their hit series Orange is the New Black, Netflix gave itself the reputation of putting out quality content for its viewers. As these shows gained popularity and word of mouth spread, more and more people wanted to be in on the movement. The movement became even faster when social media was added to the equation. There are a few phrases that are closely related to the culture surrounding Netflix. One of these is binge-watching. Binge-watching is the action of watching a show from the start to finish with one or just a few sittings. Because no ads are implemented in the streaming site's platform, it is easy to breeze through content. According to a research paper by Matthew Pittman and Kim Sheehan, the most popular reason for binge-watching is engagement. If the viewer enjoys a show's storyline or characters, they are likely to watch it to completion, and very quickly. Although binging used to have more of a negative connotation, in terms of Netflix, a lot of people take their binge-watching sessions with pride. After finishing a series, many viewers then share the common experiences on social media and have no fear of having plot twists spoiled by others because of the fact that they finished it all in pretty much just one sitting. But as Netflix builds and grows with each year, you can't help but wonder where this road of streaming content will lead. We're becoming more and more used to immediate gratification, and it is unknown how traditional media providers like TV and broadcasting companies will keep up in the future. In conclusion, Netflix, which was once a small distributor, has become an online giant. They outpaced their competition by making an investment in streaming early on. With competition closing in from other streaming websites in present day, it will be interesting to see what the next step will be for entertainment and media delivery. This has been Insert Subject Here. If you have any questions or comments, please send an email to info at wgwg.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Thank you for listening.